so what's the one reoccurring thing that you see with all these entrepreneurs that's just stopping them from going from like good to great? Great question. I'm, I'm going to qualify my answer by saying I'm, I'm not the best when it comes to startup to mm-hmm. getting that thing off the ground. I'll, and I'll, and I'll use a million dollars as a proxy for a steady operation. Like we got that thing off the ground. That is not my specialty. Once people get to that million dollars, they're like, we've got product market fit. We've got something that we're, we know how to get customers. We're serving them at a larger scale. They, they often hit a little ceiling somewhere between one and three million. It's a typical sticking point. Mm-hmm. And what we're especially good at is helping those businesses learn the systems, processes, and even the leadership things that they need to do and learn to be able to, to keep going. So. Any of my answers is going to be starting at that million dollar plus point. Does that Love make it. sense? Perfect sense. Okay. So what stops them or what, what, what is challenging for those entrepreneurs? Um, it's, it's typically an answer by looking in the mirror, right? Like <laughs> first and <laughs> foremost, we stop ourselves because in order to get from a, from zero to a million, we had to learn. We had to get scrappy. We, we built the thing from the ground up. And so we know every inch of our business. And we, we do this thing where we sort of intertwine our own identity with that business. And we have mm-hmm. a hard time separating ourselves from it. And in, in that process, we have a hard time letting go and trusting that others can do the things without us. And so I'm not advocating for like absentee ownership, but I <laughs> am saying the biggest hurdle in you being able to grow your seven figure business often starts with you and your inability to get yourself out of the actual machine of the business. 100%. I think that's something that I see a lot because we coach entrepreneurs as well. And even in our own businesses, very early on, you have these entrepreneurs who they think that they might be able to be the only one in the company that can do a certain job task or they they can do it the best. And even if they are the best at that role, it still makes more sense for them to exit that thing and go be a business owner as opposed to just working a job. So I, I agree a hundred percent. So what would you say to those people? Like, how do you get them to take the advice and then move out of whatever job that they're doing within the business and really act as a business owner? Like how, what's the secret sauce? Yeah. How do you get somebody to actually make those changes? Yeah. Um, so here, here's a mindset piece that I'll throw out there and, and maybe it'll help somebody. Hopefully it will. And that, that piece is, uh, it, it's really a truth. Your business cannot outgrow the collective ability of your team to deliver that. Your business cannot outgrow the capability of your leadership. Mm-hmm. And so if you are the perfect one to three million dollar leader, guess how far your business is going to grow? So one to one three, three million. million. Like you've, yeah. you've perfectly organized this thing to deliver that level of business, that level of performance. If you become, the CEO of a $10 million plus business, guess how far your business now can go? So it, it's directly correlated to your ability as a leader to lead a higher level business. What you know, what you've done to get it there is, is amazing. And it's mm-hmm. actually the thing stopping you from continuing to go. Those things are still necessary, but now they're insufficient. You have to learn what it looks like to, to lead at the next level. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that truth is a beginning point um, and you've probably seen that as well. Let me know if you want to get into some practical ideas about yeah, how to. I would love to. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more about practically how can I, um, you know, I, I've brought my business to, we'll call it 3 million, right? How can I practically 
what strategies can I use to now get to that next level? I, I have a podcast as well, Javier. You probably know that, but I was interviewing somebody just yesterday. It was a husband and wife ownership mm-hmm. group who came to us when they were at about six million in revenue. Okay. And you know, if there are two of them and each of them can get it to about three million, that's about six million. But they were they were stretched. They were tapped, right? They're like, we don't know how we can go further. We know we want to, but we don't know how to go further. So so now they're crossing over the twenty million mark. So so they figured wow. it out. And, and I basically asked them this same question we're, we're kicking around right now. And I, and both of them answered a little bit differently. The husband said, you know, I just had to start trusting other people. And the way that he did it, he gave them a little thing to do and then asked them to report back when it was done. And so just that practice, almost like training wheels or baby steps. Here's, mm-hmm. here's a thing that I'm going to give to someone else. And it could be a team member that you hired. Or it could be an intern. It could be a fractional CFO, right? Yeah. P- pick pick your path for learning how to let go. <laughs> Somebody else can do a task that you once did. And if you practice giving them clear direction on the expected outcome and any instruction, any training on how to do that thing, and you give it to them and ask them to report back when it's done, what he found is that by doing that, he learned that somebody else actually could produce an acceptable result with that task. Mm-hmm. And that, that gave him a little bit more trust to try maybe a bigger task or another task. And so he just started with little things to give to other people until he could tell his brain, That's, it's okay. Yeah. It's safe. I can <laughs> do this. So that, uh, I found that was useful. I love that. I think that's, and, you know, starting with those baby steps. So now what, what's so, with these entrepreneurs, what I've seen are they will give somebody a task and they might not give the right process, the right frameworks for them to somebody for that intern or that employee to actually succeed. So what's more important? Just give finding really, really high quality people or laying out a great SOP for somebody to go execute on? Like, where do you see the pitfalls there? Yeah. Are you going to make me choose one? Because I want to say both. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, obviously, the, the ideal is both. My personal yeah. belief is that if I can get really, really smart and talented people. Go get the people, right person. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Then, then, I, then, you know, I can give them a pretty shoddy SOP and they'll go fill in the, fill in the blanks. You're, you're um, so obviously, both are super yeah. important. Every time I'm going to choose the amazing person over a well-documented process. For every sure. time. Uh, and, the, you know, the, the next level leadership for all of us is more clarity. People mm. need need clarity, and sometimes they don't need micromanagement. I'm not I'm not saying that. And I actually I'm not a huge fan of extensive documentation that has to be updated all the time. That's frequently like expired or you know irrelevant exactly. anymore. I'm not a huge fan of that. I am a huge fan of clear expectations. On I, I call it big three. Every role should have measurable. Points of accountability, like here's how we know if you're winning or not in the role. Mm-hmm. Measurement one is the most important. Measurement two is next. And then this is the less, the least important, but more important than all the other tasks that are going to come with the role. These three measurable things. And sometimes they're results and sometimes they're key activities, but I want to boil down every role in its simplicity to three measurable things. And that's the clarity that I want to give a, mm-hmm. a capable person. And then, you know, they, they can run from there. I love that. And I might steal that because I think what happens sometimes with our companies or even the, the companies that we coach or that are listening, you know, they're going to give, 
like 15 different job tasks to an employee. And they're like, well, like, why aren't they prioritizing the right one? Or, or why aren't they prioritizing the thing that I think is important? Right. So just getting very clear on what you, what success looks like in the role, I think is something that a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with.